Hello, you are listening to the Harder to Kill podcast. See, you guys, I did a different intro. I tried so hard. I like thought for a whole week about what I should say. Um, I'm your host, Coach Shannon, and this week I have Coach Peyton. Yay. Hello. <laughs> I always love when Peyton's on with me. I don't have to deal with any dumb boys. <laughs> and I was trying to think of like an intro, like Kyle, maybe I should take a drink of your Fit Aid or something. Oh my gosh, just spill it. That's what he would do. Yeah. Um, earlier I went to the noon class and he was coaching and I put my glasses down on the box and he had like a drink there and I was like, I should just knock this over. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I did pick it up and it was almost gone. I was just like, ah, but that would be even funnier. Right. Because he spilled mine when it was totally full because he thought it was empty when he went to pick it up. So it was like the opposite. I should have just spilled the very, the, the rest of it because you know how annoying it is, right? When it's like. You expect to have like two more drinks or like two more bites of your food and then you like drop it or spill it. And then you're like, you can't like, you don't have any closure. Right. It's very sad. It's yeah. Very sad. You're like so upset because you have your mind is like wrapped around the fact that you're going to take like one more drink. <laughs> so I feel like where I'm now turning it into the, the shit talks on Kyle instead of on Abe. <laughs> Do, do, do. Yeah. <laughs> we need the, the beat. Or the I know. Version. I know. One of these days I'm going to figure it out. Well, yeah. now that the summer, my summer is officially over because it's like Labor Day's this weekend. I mean, this podcast is going to be released this weekend, the Labor Day weekend. Um, yeah. So it is crazy how fast it went. And I keep forgetting that it's like September and then I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. Right. Like I, I keep being surprised by the date. Like, yeah, you can move some stuff around if you I feel need like to. I'm like having a weird turn. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can totally um, sit wherever you want or however. We just, Kyle and I usually stand. And since we had John and Kyle last week, it made total sense. We had to like stand. Yeah. So um, I'm sitting I always, in the awkward chair with my legs barely <laughs> underneath. <laughs> I always stand because our benches are not very or yeah. stools, whatever they're called. My legs are kind of slightly <laughs> underneath. You're like, oh, now I wish I was standing, right? The table <laughs> is eating into my thighs. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, it's weird because the stools are like a little too tall for the table. Which yeah, is kind of like Wayfair. Annoying. That's what we get. <laughs> I know for like a super cheap table. Yeah, definitely. So um, how's it going? Good. It's been going good. Been going good. Awesome. Um, we did the the vlog, the workout. Yeah, so you watched workout. it. So last night it was funny because I didn't actually know that Kyle had posted it. Um, I'd seen the teaser because I think he shared it in the Slack group. Yeah. The teaser. Yeah. So I had like watched that because I had seen that message earlier in the day. But, um, so we went to the volleyball game. Last night. So I guess it was released like what, Thursday night? Because mm-hmm. I always forget that uh, people yeah. are. Yeah, it's today, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're recording this on Friday. So yeah, I always forget that like people aren't going to listen to this on the day that we're like saying all of it. Anyway, um, so I went to the volleyball game last night, like the whole family, and we got home and Ryan sat down to like chill out and he brought up YouTube mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, check out this local celebrity up on the TV. <laughs> and it's like, you know how um, for the videos on YouTube, it'll have like a picture or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's me and I have this ridiculous look on my face and I'm kind of like standing at this like weird angle. <laughs> so it's like it's just me. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So we watched it as a family. Fun. My family was not impressed with any of it at all. So I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> Tough critics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did kind of know that maybe the workout wasn't going to be that exciting to watch. I mean, I feel like. I feel like, you know, we went through the burpees pretty quick. Um, yeah. 
But then like, you know, people want to like see you snatch or whatever. I thought it was super interesting how we all have very different like technique, how, how we look very different. I, from watching that, so from the last few vlogs, so the very first vlog that we did working out, I found out that I'm not an efficient skier and that I do not <laughs> use full range of motion. And then I was watching this vlog and I think I have an early arm pull on my snatch, a little bit of an early arm bend. And I was like, oh my gosh. So it's so, a power video. Yeah. I thought on your snatch, maybe a little bit wider on your hands, but maybe it's... Well, a, I think that's why I have an early, early arm, arm bend. Pull. I think yeah. that I my grip's a little a narrow, little so then I have to pull a little bit early to get my hip. Yeah. But then that being said, I do have that weird shoulder that yeah. likes to like go Pop back. Out. I'm yeah. like doing the motion like as you guys yeah. can see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's why I went initially narrower because then my overhead squat is more stable. Yeah. So. I don't know. I need to work on it. I was like, dang, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not terrible. You know, it's like yeah, you obviously overcame it because you were able to just, hit like a good. You don't know. And then you see that and you're like, dang. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have been working on getting the bar back a little bit further. I just don't have very good mobility in my shoulders and my back to like get the bar back with my hips back. Yeah. And so um, my hips are a little everything's kind of a little bit forward and then that makes my squat very like toe heavy very like knee heavy and I'm very like forward and very like upright on the whole thing and I've been feeling like I've been doing better on it because um excuse me sorry I'm drinking a fit aid um Gabe gave um gave me a good cue which he's actually to Gabe's credit <laughs> has given me this cue before but then we didn't work on snatch for a long time and just like with my back stuff and overhead squat is kind of a it's kind of a position for me that is not super comfortable and can kind of flare up my lower back and stuff like that so I haven't really been doing very much of it yeah and um it's been feeling like pretty decent pretty good as long as I don't do anything crazy or like go too heavy or whatever and so he gave me this cue to really like squeeze my traps, like squeeze like up on my shoulders. And so, and, and to look over my glasses. And so that really like helped me a lot. And so I've been feeling a lot better with my snatch. And then I saw it on the video and I was like, Oh, it's still so much far forward. You know, it's so frustrating. It's funny how you feel like everything's like feeling good. And then you watch it in video and you're like, Oh, but that's why a video is important and our taking videos of your lifting is very important. Yeah. And also like you can pick apart your technique, but it's not like, I just, it's not a something to kind of like take personal yeah. or whatever. I think a lot of people don't video themselves cause they just don't want to see what it is, you know? And it's right. like, well, sometimes it's hard for the coach to maybe convey like, Hey, you need to, you're like doing an early arm pull and you're like, but I don't feel it. Mm hmm. It's like, that's where the video, like, and then, yeah, now that then when you watch it, you're like, okay, yeah. now I, I feel you can, it gives you that brain body connection for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but anyway, so you were able to like equal your PR or whatever, yeah. right? So I think it's been two years since I've hit, when have we been in, how long have we been here? So we moved here in 2019, I think the spring of 2019. Yeah, so so it's been, been like, like two and a half years. Yeah, so I've maybe three years since I've hit that. I've hit it one time and one time only. 145? Yeah. That's what you hit? Yep. One time only ever? One time only, yep. I think I saw you do that at the old gym. Yeah, it I was. I think we were there like working on stuff or you yeah. were working on it. All right, I have a video of it on my Instagram, Peyton.Derricks. If you want to check it out, you have to dig. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do really have a video. To go back but, to um, 2019, <laughs> y'all. 2018. But, um, yeah, and I just never hit it again. And then 
I've kind of been stuck around that like 125, 135 on a good day. So I was very stoked, especially after 100 burpees to hit that again. Yeah. Uh, so I also have not hit my PR. So my all-time PR, I also hit at the old gym over by Hy-Vee. And I have not ever, oh, I shouldn't say I've never come close to it. I think in this gym, I've maybe snatched 125. I think I have over by the, um, over by the weights. <laughs> you have the exact location. Yeah, well, you know, like I kind of like remember doing it. Um, I think I might have hit 125 one day and that's probably, that's the heaviest I've definitely hit here. And I hit 120. Nice. And I haven't hit anything over like, I probably haven't snatched anything over a hundred in like a while. Actually, yeah. that's not true. What did I have to overhead squat for the... I did the age group online qualifier and we had an overhead squat. Is it 105 maybe? Is it 105 or 115? Oh, uh, like, maybe. I think it maybe it was a little bit heavier. Yeah, because I was like, I, I just, I remember telling some people I was going to do it by myself on a Saturday just to get it done really quick because um, I knew I was probably only going to get like one set. So it wasn't like a, a really big deal, but I was like, I'm not even going to do it if I can't snatch this weight. <laughs> like. So, cause I'm, I wasn't going to do the whole clean jerk, blah, yeah. like all that stuff. I'm like, if I can't snatch this, I'm just not going to do it. So I'm, I think it must've been like 115. So it was like pretty hard. And then I think I had to overhead squat it. Yeah. I remember cause you were a little bit worried about it cause your back had been yeah. bugging you during that time too. Yeah. Um, that. so anyway, that was terrible. So that's why the, uh, we had to do, I think it was 130. Our ladies had to do 135 and that was the burpee box overs. And I could oh, not. Yeah, you hit, had to do it for sets. I could right? not hit that to save my life, and I got so frustrated, and I actually quit. I think like five times because it was only a. It, it was, was a very, super short. very short workout, and I think I quit like six times. And then Kyle got all coach mode on me. He's like, <laughs> "You're gonna do it!" And I was just like, "Finally, I put on my big girl pants, and then I finally got it." And I was. Was happy. it like seven or nine minutes? It was something. It's something short, very I think. short. Or I, the reps are really short too. It was only like nine seven five or like yeah something short. Um, I think. I feel like mine was a little more reps because I feel like I had to do 12 out of the gate. And I think I did three sets of four until like get mine done. And that was like the only thing I could do. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I eventually, once I got it, I was able to get through, I think the first set and then the burpee box overs. And then I don't know if I got much farther than that. Cause yeah, it was, I just remember it was a very short, like time domain and you had to get through those snatches before you can move on to the yeah, next thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was poor Mike and Cindy were in here like playing tennis and I was just like crying oh my god <laughs> I was so mad well it's frustrating too because snatch is one of like a lift that like Kyle's pretty strong at you know and it was a weight that he could do and so you guys were like doing it together right so you're watching yeah. him just get all the snatches <laughs> yeah and I just could barely hit it. I just switched to innovate shoes too and then so like in my head I'm like it's the shoes <laughs> it's all because of the shoes yeah. like so do you feel like all the snatch work has kind of like brought you back around to like be able to oh yeah 100%. Hit, hit your weights again those uh those pause positions that we've been doing that's that been huge for me yeah that's been really helping me like make sure because sometimes I can definitely just muscle it and like not use my hips so doing mm -hmm. that pause like with a power position has been huge yeah that's awesome um I don't know one day maybe I'll be able to break the barrier I, I remember the first time I ever could break 120 like I was stuck at 115 like forever yeah when I finally hit 120 it kind of like opened the floodgates for me I'm like oh maybe I can like get like something but I've still only been able to ever do 130 and it's just Which like is still a solid snatch I though. know but I feel like I feel like it's a little bit skewed compared to my overall strength and my but I've gotten a lot worse at overhead squat over the years and so I'm not very surprised that my I've kind of have to like build back up yeah. to it again um 
So, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. I was thinking that uh, when we did that vlog, uh, when I hit 145, I was super stoked. But at the same time, I was really bummed that because I got under 150, but I uh, lost it. And I was like, it was just a funny feeling of being upset that I didn't get it. And then thinking back to like a couple years ago of like when I just remember the first time I hit like 100 pounds Uh or like 110 pounds and then just never thinking that it was going to get heavier and then now being upset that I didn't hit 150. It's yeah. just, it's very funny to, and like, it's cool to reflect on. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, you're upset because you were so close. I don't, did he put your, any of your fail reps Yeah, on I had there? one of the, my, my first fail. One of the, of the fails. Yeah. Yeah, damn. You were really close on, on that first, what is the first one or the second one? Uh, the Whichever first one, you the didn't first put your one, knee down. Uh, so the first one, I think, was the one I put my knee down. And oh, then okay. the second one, I lost forward. Just, just, just by like a hair. That's like my goal is body weight snatch. So I'm yeah. Like there, so. Yeah, that, that would be totally awesome. Um, I've never even like had that in my mind that I like, I don't know. I just snatch is one of those things where I've mentally blocked myself. Like yeah. I've mentally blocked myself on it. I've let my own insecurities and like fears about putting a heavy bar overhead. Like that's one thing that just scares the shit out of me. Yeah, like for sure. Um, so that's held me back over the years. And then the last couple of years, like being able to even get in an overhead squat position has like really made me frustrated because I used to be pretty solid and pretty good at the overhead squat. I used to be able, I think my like old PR at the old gym, I could do like 150 pounds. There is no way I could overhead squat 150 right now. Like no way at all. And so it's just like mentally, you just like, it makes you feel crappy, you know, like, oh, I'm backsliding or like whatever. But, um, it's fine. It's one of those really high skill things that is really going to ebb and flow by how much you work on it and how much you're confidence level is with it but um I will give some credit to Gabe he has really actually helped my confidence quite a bit so uh, during the vlog he um we were doing like the warm-up or whatever and he's like oh that looks really good and I was like Gabe thanks so much it really it really did help me it really did a lot because I just have been feeling kind of you know just like not good about him or whatever so yeah. um, and I feel like you've complimented Gabe almost twice now I know podcast. I'm doing the opposite <laughs> I'm doing the opposite. I'm shit talking Kyle and giving Gabe compliments. I know. Well, that's what happens. He's gone on my good side now. So, <laughs> um, I didn't want to talk just a little bit before we move on to like all of our like nutrition stuff or whatever. Um, just maybe giving a little bit of advice to people. I know we gave a, I know Kyle like gave a little bit of advice on the vlog, but just like maybe talk about how, um, you know, the warm up and the strategy or like, you know, maybe yeah. helped you or like things you maybe wish you did different or whatever. So, cause you hadn't done, so the workout is a hundred bar facing burpees. There's a 20 minute clock. You do a hundred bar facing burpees for time. And then you have the rest of the time to hit a heavy or one rep max or whatever, or snatch mm-hmm. in whatever form that you want, power snatch, whatever squat, whatever you want to do. Um, so, but we just did a hundred bar facing burpees, the workout, like not that long ago, maybe like six weeks, end of July or like something like that. So you hadn't done it before, right? I had a rest day. Yes. Okay. That was so a rest day. Day. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. I just like. Weird. Weird to yeah. pick that day. <laughs> well, it's like me. I didn't do last Thursday's workout, which was the one that everyone like basically died on because it was like, well, it's my rest day. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I chose a rest day yesterday too. That was not, and I did not realize how bad that workout was. I just didn't get good sleep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had just worked out three days in a row and for me, I've been trying to kind of ease back into it and take it a little easier on myself. So, and I knew I was going to work out Friday. So it's like, I just didn't, and probably tomorrow I might too. So I just didn't want to be like, oh yeah, I came six days in a row, like the very first like week where I'm trying to like get back into it. So, 
Um, so how'd your burpees go? Did you really like push your pace or um, were you conservative? I started out fast and then so I started out so if you watch the vlog Kyle goes over the different types of burpees uh but I started out with the jumping my feet up and then jumping over and then as I got tired uh I would jump my feet up step step and then jump over uh, my biggest thing was just trying to like stay moving the whole time I was happy with my pace I I feel like I never like got bogged down mm-hmm. I definitely started slowing my pace down but I wasn't grunting like Kyle I heard him start <laughs> grunting which in his defense, he got it done very fast, but I never got to grunt stage. Yeah. So I maybe could have pushed it harder. I don't know. I was a little bit pissed with the editing because I really had a hard time with like the last 10 burpees and uh-huh. you guys all got done. I think when you finished, I was at like 92 and it took me another 30 seconds to get those. I saw that in the vlog. <laughs> I was so tired. I was just like, Shannon, it's seriously five to go. Like, just push through. I was like, it was so tough. And um, I only beat my score by nine seconds. It's I did look awesome, it up. Um, the last time I was telling Gabe, I did it much more. I started out a lot more conservative. And I basically kept the same pace the whole time. I think there was only like once or twice where I stood all the way up to just kind of like take one breath. Yeah. But I never, it was a much more steady pace work type style. And for this time I tried to push my pace just a little bit more to like, see if I could like get a better time. And so I pushed pretty hard and I got to 50 by like three minutes. And so nice. I was like, Oh sweet. I'm going to get like a good time. But I looked back up at the clock again and then, um, I had like seven, it was like at seven and I was at like 85. And so then I'm like, I'm really like excited because I'm going to like get this way better time. And then it took me another like almost 90 seconds <laughs> to do those. And then you and Gabe both kind of finished around the same time, like right before me. I was just like, I know Kyle was making the vlog. He's like, this would have been a sweet ending. He's like, why did Shannon, like, why did Shannon take so long to do the last few? You could tell though in your face. You I were was just dead. Uh, I was dead. Like, this is not my wheelhouse. And um, I was telling you before the podcast that I definitely did not. I was not excited to do that yesterday. I was in like such a fog. And I was just like, why did I even agree to do this? I literally almost left. I was literally, I almost told, told Kyle when he like messaged in the group, like, hey, just wanted to see like who all was coming for the vlog or like whatever. And I, I was almost like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> but then, you know, I just like the guilt kind of kicks in and you're just like, it's just a workout. Like you're going to be fine. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Um, that is so. discipline over motivation guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had absolutely no motivation to do that. Like I really did not want to. And it's funny because like, we kind of addressed that in the vlog. Like mm, this is the lowest. Everyone energy. is super excited. <laughs> I was just literally like, I straight up don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to. So um, actually, though, I think um, so it's fine. It's like what you were saying. You know, we've done the 500 burpees twice. I've done it twice Mm -hmm. before. So like 100 burpees doesn't really like bother me that much. It's not really the 100 burpees. It's just the just the feeling because, you know, you're going to push harder than you will on the 500, you know. But I actually felt as long as you give yourself enough rest between the time you finish the burpees and you do kind of a heavy snatch. Like I didn't give myself enough rest and I felt pressured to like put up my first rep after like two or three minutes. And I literally almost dropped it on my head and I went right into a squat that you have plenty of time. So you have so much time that it was like, if you really want to push the pace on those burpees to like really get a good time, I think you can totally do that. Just know that you're going to need a little bit more like recovery And um, Kyle's big advice was like hit some power snatches like first. And I think that that would have been good. I think that 
I would have wished. I wish I would have done that to yeah. like start. Instead of so. just going right into it. And then, yeah. And then that can mess with your confidence too. If your first one, if it doesn't feel awesome, then you're like, oh man, this isn't going to go great. And well, yeah. And then you start feeling the pressure of time because um, it did take me 824. So I really only had, you know, like 11 minutes, 11 and a half minutes. And three, four, five of those minutes is like recovery, yeah. you know? And so I started like thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to. Um, by the end of it though, I would say by like the last five minutes, the snatches were feeling good. Like you're warm. You're like, you're starting to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it, it was good. I really liked it. I definitely jumped right into squat snatch too. But that being said, my squat snatch, I have more confidence in than my power snatch. Yeah. So you felt... Um, like me doing a power snatch would have probably like just got in my head more where just like pulling underneath of it helps me. Yeah. Mentally. I just, me, my catch position, my overhead catch position is my least stable yeah. part. And so when I was when tired, tired. I almost like it was, it was, I was shocked too. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it. Um, and so but yeah, it ended up being a lot better than I thought. And I kind of wish we had like another five minutes because I think I would have been able to hit maybe like one more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But just, just because it was like feeling super good. Just like, there's nothing like being just super warm. And when you are a little bit tired, I feel like, I feel like you're in your mind, you're like, well, I have to try real hard, you know? And so you just really end up putting a lot of power into the bar. It, so I feel like when you're tired, I feel like you can go either way, but, um, Personally, like when I'm tired, it makes me do it with intent. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me really like focus. Some, yes. Where sometimes when you're fresh, you're like, okay, I can rip it and grip it like from the floor where when you're tired, you're like, man, I have, to, I'm about to put this weight over my head. I need to really do this with intent mm -hmm. make sure I'm being mindful of what muscles and stuff I'm using, driving through the floor and that can make a huge difference. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely more intent. That is a good word because that's exactly how I felt about it. As soon as I started getting some real weights on there, I was like, all right, now I'm going to drop this bar on your head. Like you got to, you got to lock this out and stabilize and go. So I'll do that sometimes in workouts. If it's a workout that I'm not feeling like a hundred percent and then I feel like I'm just kind of going through the motions and something's just feeling way harder than it should. I'm like, do it with intent. Like you mm -hmm. need to actually focus on it. Not just, yeah, go through the motions. Yeah. So I think our advice to people overall is to just, I mean, you're going to do warm up. So I would hit, what did you hit in the warm up? Uh, 125. I built up yeah. Too. So you got pretty heavy. So you only hit 20 more pounds in the, yeah. I mean, I did that too, I guess. I built up to 105 in the warm up and then I hit 120. So yeah, well, that's it. My warm up was feeling really good. So I was like, at 125 is kind of like my comfort of your comfort. Yeah. Weight. So I'm like, I just want to hit that. So I feel good mm -hmm. and then I wasn't sure what I was going to build up to for sure yeah awesome all right so we got a test week coming up so that's going to be one of our kind of like retest like type workouts so yeah don't get too mentally bogged down in the hundred like it is only about 10 or less minutes of work for most like for most people um I'm not sure did Kyle decide if he's gonna do like any sort of scaling for people or is it like no you're doing the hundred I think it's I think it's just gonna be get it done get it done you will have that full 20 minutes which yeah. everyone definitely is capable of yeah doing, I think okay I think that's what he's gonna stay with yeah for the most part, I guess if there's someone who does need more of a target number that's a little bit less, I mean, that's probably fine, too. We yeah, can... I'm sure it'll be like coaches dependent. Yeah, if there is someone that you're like, that's really going to bog them down. Yeah, and set yeah, them up for success, yeah, definitely. But... So. All right. Cool. Um, 
So one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you on here so we could talk about some of the nutrition stuff and that we want to start implementing. Yeah. So give us an idea of like, tell us your ideas and like the direction we're going in. All right. So we are, I'm sure everyone knows, if you don't know, you should know. Um, nutrition is very important um, just in regards of your fitness goals. And we want to spread the word just gym wide. And we want to try and figure out things that we can do to add some like group accountability. I think we found out during quarantine, was that just just last year, quarantine, um, having that group accountability is huge. What's really cool in SugarWad, where you guys log workouts, you can add tracks so we can do um, like nutrition tracks. So maybe we'll have, um, maybe it's just like a week that you'll focus on a habit and we can put that in. So like where you would go to log your workout, you can also pull down a nutrition slide and we'll have uh, maybe a nutrition habit to focus on. Is it all nutrition or is it like? Also, like our other habits, like water drink. Oh, it was water nutrition. Yeah, so I would water say with intake, I would say with nutrition, with with nutrition, looking at it as like a holistic approach of um, it's not nutrition isn't just like food. I guess so like looking at it as like a health standpoint. Yeah, so like okay. Nutrition, stress relief, sleep, um, all of that, hydration, mm-hmm. all goes into nutrition. So yeah, it wouldn't be just maybe like nutrition. It would be some more um, other habits too. Mm-hmm. So just habits that will help set you up for success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times people get really like trying to figure out like what supplements they should be taking and what is the best diet and what macros where um, a lot of people just really need to down or um, dial in those foundational habits. Mm-hmm. So we are looking at um, maybe figuring out a way to start doing incorporating those more into sugar wad. Really want to start focusing on doing like monthly nutrition talks in our community page. Uh, just certain topics of things that we hear in the gym that people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. For example, like going out to eat or like going, tr- um, eat, staying on track while traveling. Consistency is usually yeah, people's just, biggest. Like you get all gung-ho, like, oh, I'm going to do like really good. And then you last like three days or a week and then it like falls off. And it's like, well, what are the reasons that's that, that that's like happening to you? A lot of times it's you have no accountability. Yep. Maybe you haven't even told anyone this is a goal. So no one even knows if you're like failing it or whatever. And so we're kind of going to take our group mentality of like doing the workouts and being consistent in the gym and try to like extend that a little bit further. Right. right? Yes, exactly. And that's it too. A lot of um, the foundational habits we'll be focusing on are things that you can do, like no matter if you are on vacation, if it's the holidays, like any area of your life, like it's going to be things that are totally in your control. Uh, The only one that wouldn't be 100% in your control is going to be that sleep aspect. But as long as you're working towards trying to get like seven plus hours of sleep, that's better than not. And, and what you mean by not being able to control. So like you can control your bedtime. Usually there's things you yeah, can there's control. Th- there's steps that you can control to try and get that amount yeah. of sleep. But then that being said, if you have like a new puppy or a baby, <laughs> like sometimes uh, that stuff is out of your control. But there are things in your control that we'll probably focus on to get you better sleep yeah one thing that I would like to get better at is not eating so late and like close to bedtime um I just I just find that well like especially over the summer like we're busy like later but um I just want to eat earlier (laughs) because that it does affect your sleep yeah that definitely is something and so I've been struggling with that that's been one thing I would like to work on over the winter to just like eat like an hour or an hour and a half like earlier than I have been 
see if that helps me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, depending, especially to, like, what you are eating, like, when then going to bed, your body's trying to process it and mm-hmm. can wake well, you up Well, usually dinner, sure. right? Like, well, especially for me, it's like, you might be trying to make up some of your macros. Like, oh, gosh, I really got to eat a lot of food. Oh, I had a question I was going to ask you. So, I've been, um, this week, I've been doing a lot better with getting, kind of trying to get back into the habits without being like, oh, you have to be super strict and right. 100%, like, on top of this. But, um... I've eaten all my, like, me, most of my meals, like, at home, like, you know, that sort of stuff. And I've been trying to get more of, like, a balanced plate and everything like that. And, um, but I logged the food before I ate it. And then I could not finish it. It was, like, I was all I could do to try to, like, finish the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then it's, like, how do you know... <laughs> what you didn't you know like how do you account for the fact now you got to go back in and like change it and then like how do you know what you how do you like be accurate with that if you can't eat it all yeah so with logging to be the most accurate you would have to just kind of guesstimate of like okay did I eat half of this did I eat like a quarter of it it will be a little bit harder Mm -hmm. my biggest tip for it is just kind of like reflect of like were you eating um a really big serving at dinner like was that why you couldn't finish it because you're full and then for the next day maybe adding some more food in earlier in the Mm -hmm. day or maybe making your meal smaller and then adding in like a couple snacks to help you Mm -hmm. get that food in because I'm not like you'll hear some people that are like oh well you need to just make sure that you eat it all I'm not a big uh, fan of telling people to force feed themselves Mm -hmm. because then that can build a not great relationship with food so I always just say like reflect on it see where like the next day could you add in a bigger breakfast and then that way you're not eating that much at night Uh, if you were eating like really quality foods which is awesome but is there a way that you can pick a little bit more calorie dense things so you're not having to eat as much volume yeah. But I want to stress that was about problem. it. I it, was, would... it was the volume. It was like, it was so much. And I was just like, man, it, it doesn't sound like that much. I think it was only like six ounces of chicken, which actually is quite a bit. Yeah. Really. Like if you weigh that out, you're like, oh, six ounces is like quite a bit, you know, because yeah. four ounces sounds like such a small number and it's really not as much protein as maybe you would like. But if you're going to eat six ounces or eight ounces, like that is a lot for me to eat like at once, like that many ounces. And then, um, I did like a whole thing of vegetables and the the vegetable mix had like sweet potatoes in it. So I didn't add any more like, like starch or whatever, but it was just like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, like one more bite, (laughs) like trying to like finish it. I was just like, man. And then of course it was kind of late and then I had to like go to bed and then I felt like I just ate too much, you know? So I'm trying to like figure that out. But yeah, I was just like, yeah, like reflect on it of, can you add food in earlier in the day? Yeah. Maybe next time pick a little bit more like calorie dense um, opposed. Like I love that you're getting your veggies and sweet <laughs> potatoes in. Um, but maybe next time like do like half the sweet potatoes. Maybe you're putting your chicken in like a tortilla or something for like extra yeah, carbs. Yeah, trying to get, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the don't get too caught up in that perfection mm-hmm. side of things with it because in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I should have just probably ate less chicken and just did a protein shake to like get the protein yeah. rather than like oh, I'm going to put a little bit extra chicken on there so I can get this the rest of this, like, protein. And then you're like, you have to eat that. <laughs> do you weigh your chicken out? It's like I you, did. Do you, uh, um, but do you weigh it out? Do you log it? At, do you convert it? So raw chicken is going to be, like, the most accurate. And then when you cook it, it does lose water. So four ounces of cooked chicken is actually six ounces raw. Oh, okay. Um. So six ounces um, cooked is actually going to be eight ounces I raw. I definitely weighed it cooked now that you asked me that because 
Um, I needed to cook a lot of chicken because my kids, I'm going to blame my children, but they put it in the fridge instead of the freezer. Yeah. And so I like saw the date. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to cook this chicken like right now. Actually, that's why I was late to the coaches meeting. Oh, you were telling me that story about the chicken. I was cooking my (laughs) chicken and it wasn't quite done. And I'm like, oh, and so I put it back in for like 10 more minutes. I'm like, cook this chicken. So So I put a whole bunch in a pan. So weighing it out cooked is totally fine. I do. I always do a bunch of uh, shredded chicken in the beginning of the week. So I always weigh mine out cooked. Um, Only thing, just make sure however you weigh it out, that's how you log it. That's going to be the most accurate. And then other ways too, um, a really good easy conversion is, let's say I weighed out um, six ounces cooked. Then you, I don't remember if you take it, it's either you times it or divide it by 0.75 and then that will give you what it is raw. Mm -hmm. And then if you take raw chicken and then it's either times it or divide it, I don't remember which one is which, times 0.75, then that gives you the cooked ratio of it. Okay. So. That makes sense. Well, if cooked, cook is going to be more dense, right? So. Um, right? raw, when raw, when it's raw, it's going to be more dense. So when you cook oh, okay. it, it loses water. Got so you. it weighs actually heavier, um, raw and then when cook, it's going to be lighter. So a good rule of thumb is six ounces of raw chicken. If you weigh it out, it, you'll weigh out four ounces cooked and that, so four ounces Got cooked you. equals six ounces raw. Okay. Well then I probably, I don't know if I'm actually logging it as cooked or not, or if it just says like chicken breast on my thing. Yeah. Most entries in my fitness pal are going to be off of, um, the raw version unless state, unless, unless stated other, otherwise. Yeah. So if like you type that. in like cooked chicken, grilled chicken. Um, That being said, in the grand scheme of things, like if you're eating quality foods and stuff, like you're probably not going to be not hitting your goals because you're eating a couple extra ounces of chicken. Yeah, or, yeah, right. The main thing is to make sure, like, as you do, like, get farther down that funnel, like, yeah, being a little bit more accurate with it. But I would say as a starting point, just the fact of, like, getting in the groove of weighing and measuring. Yeah. (laughs) And then – really prioritizing weighing and measuring like those processed foods and being more accurate with that because that's where those calories sneak in. For- well, processed foods are a lot easier to measure and <laughs> you know, stuff have, like that. Right. Well, they have like their package too. You just scan it. And- well, yeah, but I'm also annoyed because when did you tell me this? Like forever ago that packages have like a big percentage leeway of accuracy. Yeah, I think. Well, and that's why I always tell like when you have the people that get really dialed in of like being 100% accurate on my fitness pal. Yeah. Nutrition labels. I think they have up to a 25% um, leeway that yeah, they have like, can, be, can be an error or yeah. whatever. Or like they don't have to be that accurate really. And then yeah. so so like you think you're eating this accurately and then it's like, well, maybe you're not. And then you don't really know. So but that's probably more for someone like who's really like nitty gritty. Yeah, honestly, like unless you're doing like a bodybuilding show or like bikini <laughs> comp, like you don't have to be like like quite it, that exactly. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're that person that you're weighing out, let's say like blueberries or something, and you accidentally are five grams over, and it's giving you anxiety. Like I would probably take a step back from weighing and measuring Worrying about kinda, that. Yeah, kind of check where you're at because. Good rule of thumb, just focus on like quality foods, try and get uh, protein in every meal and snack and try and get like a Eat serving of vegetables and yeah. lunch and dinner. Yeah. Be really- so is that, so that's the kind of stuff I assume you're going to be putting on sugar wad, just yeah. trying to add stuff in, like try to get a vegetable every meal this week or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's another thing. Like really, like, so, um, the nutrition track thing, that's definitely something we've been thinking about. And then even there, just, if you notice like on sugar wad, we can post like pictures and we can put links to things. So putting some more nutrition content out there of just general knowledge and then, um, yeah, more 
content in our private page, uh, sending mm-hmm. out like some more emails and stuff, just really pushing the content to kind of keep it in mm-hmm. people's heads. People just think it's going to be super hard or they think it's going to be like impossible for them to change. And I think if you just have the mindset that like you don't need to change it all at once and you can just kind of build your habits over time, I think that that's going to be what's more what makes you more successful, right? It's just yeah. not being in a hurry. I mean, it's like you can, for your training in the gym, you can just jump into the gym and you can come four days a week, right? And like, you can just do that. However, when you first start coming your four days a week, you can't do a ring muscle up, you right. know? You're like, there's a lot of time it takes for you to like build in all this stuff. And it's the same with your nutrition. Yeah, like you have to build that foundation. You can't first. go from you can't go from zero to 60, right? Like you have to build up. And so just like start building the habits of logging. Doesn't matter how accurate it is to start. Just start like, yeah, in the vegetables. Like, yeah, yeah, start getting that water, like whatever. And something to be mindful of too is it actually takes, I think it's up to 12 times of trying something in like different ways cooked for you to decide if you actually like it or not. So that's like one thing I hear a lot is I hate vegetables. I used to hate vegetables too. I used to live off chicken nuggets and french fries like <laughs> until my senior year of high school. That was like the first time I ever tried like tacos. Like <laughs> it, I used to be the fakiest eater. So when I hear that, I just want you to know you can train yourself to like them. And a lot of times if you like hate vegetables and stuff, your body's adapted to what you have been eating. So if you've been yeah. eating a lot of like high fat, high sugar, like yeah, a broccoli isn't going to taste good to it. So you need to let yourself, that's why uh, focusing on those small changes is so important because you have to let your body adapt. And the more that Mm -hmm. you start adding in uh, quality foods, and that's one way to think of it as adding things in opposed to cutting things out, your body will start adapting and you'll start realizing like, oh, maybe something that you used to not like, now all of a sudden it's tasting better. Trying Mm -hmm. different ways to cook stuff is so important. Yeah, definitely. I it, it goes the opposite way too. Cause now that I've spent a long time eating pretty healthy, like processed foods or like the stuff tastes funny. You can taste yeah. the preservatives in it. You're like, what is that weird aftertaste I get from this? Or like, what is that like really fake tasting ingredient or, um, things are really sweet to me. And I'm just yeah. like, I can't do it. It's too sweet. I can't. Or like you still have something that you hadn't had in a while and then it just doesn't make you feel good. But the same goes for if you, um, because if you've ever ever had, I guess you coming up from like farming and stuff, like you said, like you were having like a lot of like gas station food and stuff. Yeah. Did you find yourself like start craving that stuff at all? Um, I think I would if I spent more time. I have such a negative mindset towards it and I really, I don't want to be doing it. It really doesn't give, sometimes I do get the dopamine rush from it of like, hey, um, I'm eating this whatever, like scotcheroos from the gas station or like I had a donut today or like a muffin. But like I really don't like the principle up behind it. And so yeah. it just gets me very – I actually felt more stressed about it than I, than I did – it didn't yeah. make me like feel that great actually because I just knew that the reason I was eating it was just like a part of my own like failures and so it just didn't feel good like at all and um not that I don't not that it was like that every time or that I don't think you should have treats and stuff like that that's not at all what I'm saying it's just to eat like that all the time it really wore on me like quite a bit actually it's kind of like when you go on vacation and you're out of your routine and you just can't wait to get back home to like eat your normal breakfast and sleep in your bed. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I can tell, especially like around like maybe like holidays and stuff, just when you are maybe having like some more treats and stuff. That's why I'll always like when I can start telling myself or when I can just start 
telling like in the morning I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, I'd rather have like a cookie or something <laughs> than my breakfast. I always go back to the, like, those foundational habits of focusing on like, okay, I'm going to make sure I have like a vegetable with lunch and dinner mm-hmm. just to kind of start getting your body back in yeah. track because you definitely, your body is really smart and it starts adapting to what you're yeah. doing. So, I mean, I would say that once you kind of open Pandora's box with it, then it becomes a lot easier to just keep doing it. And so you can definitely see that downhill slide, like how easy it is. And I think you, um, I don't even know if you realize like with saying it, like, you know, the why of why you do eat the way that you do Mm -hmm. eat. And I think that is so important. So learning the reasons behind that, like it is important to eat like vegetables and have protein in every meal. Mm -hmm. And the more that you like, even with sleep or hydration, the more, you know, why you're doing something, Mm -hmm. you're a lot likely to stay doing it when um, you don't feel like it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just, it's just like what you decide is important to you, you know, and it's just like with the exercise too, like I, you like want to be doing it. You Mm -hmm. have your like, why, you know, and I think that that is kind of helpful. And, and I think your why needs to be deeper than just surface level. I think, yeah, really figuring out like why it is important to you. And I like to think of it as in other things, like nobody gets excited about brushing their teeth at night. Like I will literally procrastinate sometimes going to bed because I'm like, oh, I don't feel like brushing my teeth, but I don't want cavities. And that's important to me (laughs) to have all my teeth as I get older. Yeah. And that's something as like that I will hear as like a coach is, well, I don't like I'm getting sick of doing this. I don't want to meal prep on this day. And you just need to really figure out like why it's important to you, because mm-hmm. I guarantee you a lot of times you don't wake up and be like, oh, I'm so excited to go to work today. Yeah. But being able to pay your bills is important to you. So yeah. you need to figure out like why it is important for yeah. your health. And kind of gets your discipline then kicks yes. in. It's like discipline over the motivation and stuff like that. Like when, you know, um, I think a big thing that Kyle had made a post in the community page about like what was what was the question it was about like what made what kept what like contributed to your success like when you first started yeah, and a lot of people that. were like just scheduling the time to go yeah you know just scheduling the time and it's just I think it's kind of the same with the nutrition just schedule the times you eat, schedule what you're going to eat, schedule when you're going to prepare that, schedule when you're going to go to the gym. It's the same. Like you have to kind of schedule it and then treat it. priority. Yeah. And then treat it as something that's like, you can't just miss this. Like you're not just going to miss it for just whatever reason, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't, I don't think I commented in there, but when I first started the gym way back in the day, my, um, my rule to myself was at the time, like with my schedule and just, I had a like little kid with like babysitting or whatever. I went Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon. It did not matter what the workout was. It did not matter how I was feeling. It mattered not none of that. I went no matter what. And Mm -hmm. that just really helped build the habit to go because then after you build that habit, you get a lot of confidence from the fact that like, well, now I know I can do this. Yep. So then you just keep doing it, you know? And then over time I added an extra day and then I added more and more and more like into it. And so that's kind of like what we're going for here. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, scheduling it out and just having that time of that, you know, is so important. Cause even me, sometimes I'm still like, Oh, uh, I don't know. Like I don't, I have some things I need to do at home and I'm like, no, like you're already planning on going at this time. And I always feel better when I come in here, but yeah. I still have some like mental games sometimes where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, I mean, everybody yeah. does. That's, but that's kind of like, that's where your habit and consistency, you can really fall back on that. Yeah. Well, you then, can really fall back on it. And just knowing like why you are coming to work out the gym. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's super important. Yeah. So, um, 
I see you have notes. What else is on your <laughs> notes, man? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so just like we are going to be focusing on nutrition as a whole, um, more gym wide. So stay tuned. We do want to start doing like maybe two challenges like twice a year. And then um, with that, like some more stuff like in Sugar Wad, maybe some like nutrition tracks, just mm-hmm. extra accountability, especially coming up with the holidays. I know it's a really hard time for people. So um, just stay tuned for that. And then we will be doing like some more emails and stuff monthly uh, just to help people stay in the loop because I know not everyone has like Facebook and stuff. So that is why we will be using like Sugar Wad. So yeah, yeah, I think that Using SugarWad is totally awesome because it's so nice to be able to just go to your app, click, done, I did this. Like, I think that's also why, um, so with the attendance stuff, we know that attendance is one of the most important things to, like, build consistency and see success. And so that's why we want to keep track of your attendance. But also, in order to see progress and success, you need to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You need to have purposeful training. And so now you're only going to get credit for attendance if you're logging in SugarWad. So, and it's so easy to do. Like, I do sometimes forget till the evening if I'm not able to do it right away. I'll be like, oh my I'll God. I'll do it like a day after yeah. night. <laughs> I know. I've seen that sometimes. I'll be like, oh, Peyton didn't log her score yet or whatever. But I do the same stuff. I sometimes forget. But, um, It's really important to log your workouts. And so it's also really awesome, I think, to be able to just like you can log your workout and it's a nice like just way to prove the accomplishment, right? Like it's an accomplishment every day that you're doing this workout. And so if you're able to go on there and like just click a box like, yep, got my water today. It's like so satisfying, right? Like it's like a to do list and you're just like checking it off <laughs> for sure so that's and nice. that's it um just a tip for like logging in my sugar wad just because every now and then the internet can be a turd in here uh just take a picture of your whiteboard and log it later or if you have to, or you're in a hurry you have to get out of here take a picture of your whiteboard then you can log it later that way you mm-hmm. won't forget your score and you that have that before data. yeah i do that a lot yeah i have taken pictures of my whiteboard before too um I try to do pretty good about remembering my stuff, but, or try to, you know, sometimes I work out and then coach right away. And so then I'm not able to like get it logged or whatever, but. And if you ever have a time where you don't, you just literally do not remember, just log like a zero or a random number and then put in your notes. Hey, I totally forgot. Just so that way you do get that credit for committed club. Yeah, definitely. Um, it is nice to be as accurate as possible, yes. but like, absolutely. Like if you just forget, like we're all going to mess that stuff up sometimes. Or, or, I mean, there's been times where I've just totally messed up the workout and then had to like, be <laughs> like, well, I did it, but I did four less reps each round. So I did that with partner wads a lot. I'll be like, uh, I thought you were keeping track. So if you're ever my partner, sorry, Esther. <laughs> Me and Esther did that. Oh, you didn't keep track of your rounds? I, she had a board she was keeping track on. And then I, in my defense, I had a board. And then somebody started like marking on my board. And then I saw Esther had a board because we were partners. So then I started marking on her board. But she was <laughs> marking like after every couple rounds. And I was doing it every round. So then we yeah. get done and we're like, we don't know what we, we did. <laughs> I was like, we get an A for just doing the workout. <laughs> yeah, I did a partner workout. Or we did a, a three, a team of three workout one time. And it's nice to just have one person to dedicate to like yeah. mark the round because I noticed that one person was marking the round and I was like okay cool but then one round I noticed they didn't mark it and then I was like okay well I'm gonna mark it so then I marked it but then after that it's like did she then remember she right. didn't mark it and then did she come back and mark it and then you're like oh man now I don't know and it's so so sometimes you can like run into that kind of stuff which that's not really like the yeah. end of the world but no. <laughs> But yeah, trying to count and be as accurate as possible in all things, right? Like your workouts and your nutrition stuff, like the more accurate you can be, like the better off you're going to be and the more accurate you're going to be able to be over time. But 
gives you data to reflect on. It takes time to like build that up and to like, you know, there's just like a lot of newer people too. They don't remember their weights and they don't, you know, and it's just, it's just because they haven't built that habit of remembering and they haven't connected how important it is to remember. Mm -hmm. Whereas some of us have been doing this for a long time. It's like, you just, you can't not remember or you can't not know what's on the bar. You can't, you just, it's just so ingrained. Yep, for sure. <laughs> sometimes I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, man, I sometimes wish I just didn't know what was on my bar. <laughs> Cause I think I let, I think I mentally hold myself back sometimes just because it's like, Oh, I know this is a heavy weight for me. <laughs> right, you're like, you have too much knowledge of how it's going to feel. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was thinking about that on the workout yesterday or well, so, okay. So it was that horrible Thursday workout, um, with the sled push and the ski, um, there, you could really tell like the experienced people, they knew what it was going to feel like. They had a really good plan, a really good goal. They were able to like, you know, do well, like even if they scaled it or whatever, cause uh-huh. like, um, like Gabe knew exactly like what he should do. You know what I mean? But there was a lot of people who were surprised by that. And so it was kind of like, that's it's, that's like a good lesson for you, like to learn, I think to just like blow up and totally screw that up. And then, so you just know for the future, like, man, I know what it feels like now. You know what I mean? That's why I'm so excited. We have so many new people, which is how, what are, where, how are we on time? What time is it? 49 minutes. Okay. What time? I know you took. 2.54. This will go into our last thing. So you want to go over some comp nutrition because we have Central Regional coming up and then some nutrition for Harder to Kill Camp. But that's why I'm so excited for some people that have never done a competition to do a competition and Mm. just, man, you can find that pain cave. And once you know, like you can get your body there, it's... It's very humbling and then it's very motivating just to see how hard you can. Oh, and there's no choice but to push as hard as you possibly (laughs) can. And there are definitely some people who have not been in that position before because in the gym, you do not ever get that. You might think you push hard. And when you're when you have people (laughs) all eyes on you, you guys are just going to get a new level. Yeah, they're going to love it. Or you're going to hate it. No, you'll love it. It'll it's, be, it's a it'll love be hate. Usually, usually like you're proud of yourself when you're done. But in the moment, you're like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I always like get super excited about like a comp and then it comes up to it. And then I'm like, why did I do this? And then during it, I'm like, oh, my God, why did I do this? And then after it, I'm like, this was awesome. Let's yeah. do it again. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> how it goes. So, OK, yes, I totally forgot. We were going to talk about um we have a big competition coming up actually for the central regional and we have quite a few teams like going to do that. That's September 17th through the 19th. Yes. Is that fr- I think only RX is on Friday, which I don't think we have any RX teams. I think RX has one working on Friday and then um, intermediate and scale to Saturday, Sunday. Right. So we have a bunch of intermediate and scaled teams. And so um, if you can make it up to the Mississippi Valley Fair on the 18th, I think is the Saturday. I think so, yeah. That would be totally awesome to like help support everybody because the support during a competition really means a lot because it is a difficult thing to mm-hmm. do. So um, so we have that coming up, plus we have the camp coming up, and it's just good information to know anyways because I think we also have some people doing like obstacle course races and like what else do people do? People are always doing something, right. like some kind of like – 5Ks or whatever. So and the biggest question is, how do I eat? What on do those I days? eat? Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm going to go over some ideas of what you can eat. And then I do have a uh, email that I always send out every year um, around the comp time. So I will get that sent out. Normally I post it in the community page. But since not everyone has Facebook, <laughs> I will post it as an email um, just so nobody misses it. Just with some ideas and written out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so biggest thing, and this is going to go for the camp and for um, the competition, is don't try anything new. So when you're, whatever we're doing for this camp, I have no idea. And when you're in the middle of a competition, you do not want to try new food and then end up having to like poop your pants or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, if your friend's <laughs> like, hey, you should try this pre-workout. No, no, yeah. don't do it. Nothing don't do new, it. Nothing new. If you haven't had it before, <laughs> do the day of competition or the day of the harder to kill camp is not the day to try it. Yeah, because definitely when you're already nervous, like, and you don't know how something's going to affect you, it's either, yeah, it's going to be totally like, it's, the whole side effect is always going to be pooping your pants. Yeah. <laughs> And that being said, before we get into this, do not be afraid to poop at competitions. <laughs> I, when I first started doing competitions, I literally would not eat all day because I was so terrified of pooping like in public <laughs> restroom and you will feel horrible, <laughs> so horrible. And when you get to this competition, if this is your first competition, when you go in the bathroom, it's already going to smell like poop because yes. everybody poops like five times before like. There's always 20 people in the restroom constantly. And everybody's pooping. Nervous nervous poops (laughs) and nervous pees. So you're constantly in the bathroom. (laughs) Man, And we like, and you'll be at the Mississippi Valley Valley Fairgrounds. So I'm sure they'll have lots of bathrooms, maybe. I don't know. But I even have to be porta potty. I will never, I will never forget. There was a competition. I think it was in Bettendorf and they had the single bathroom. So it's like everyone knows you poop. But the good thing about comps is it always smells like poop. So you got to poop, just poop. I will never forget. Good advice from Coach Peyton. (laughs) I will just never forget feeling so horrible. I think it was like Christmas classic and... Yeah. Okay, so what are we going to eat to... Okay, <laughs> so moving on. Not feel bad about pooping. <laughs> All right, so biggest thing, again, just make sure, like, don't try anything new. Um, also, another tip just before getting into the food, uh, going into, like, your workouts that week, I would suggest on... Um, what would it be? So if you're working out on Saturday, like that Thursday, start tapering down. I would definitely take a rest day on Friday. Um, that Thursday, if you are someone that does like the extra performance work, I would not do any extra that Thursday. Say start tapering it down. Do like just normal class wad. Um, or if you want, even just like go for a walk or bike ride. Friday for sure, take a rest day. And then Saturday, you'll be feeling good. Um, biggest thing to know is a lot of times I used to do this when I first started working or like going doing competitions is that week of I'd be like oh I need to get in all my workouts because I have this competition coming up everything that you've done leading up to that is already done you're not going to get any stronger that week so just be kind to your body um, make sure that you are getting adequate sleep that week that's going to aid a ton in recovery and then moving on to nutrition so uh if you can have a breakfast in the mornings, like a normal balanced breakfast, I'm not sure what everyone's heat times are. So if you'd only have like an hour or two before you're going to go, then eating something small. But I would recommend having something uh, in the night before. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people did high school sports, but coaches used to always be like, carb load. Yeah, have spaghetti. <laughs> no, keep it like just a, your normal meal the night before. Because same thing, you don't want to wake up having diarrhea because <laughs> you ate something weird. Yeah. So keep it normal. Keep it plain and simple. Um, aim to have protein, carbs, and fat. Have a nice balanced meal. Um, and then, so yeah, so competition day. Make sure you are having something for breakfast. Um, if you have a, two to three hours before your first workout, try and have a balanced breakfast. So um, carbs, protein, fat. If you only have like an hour or so before, have something small, like something like a fuel for fire, triple Greek yogurt is like a really great thing. 
but having something eat stuff in your, that you know yes something that you've had <laughs> like eat your favorite breakfast eat your favorite snack like whatever your favorite snack is like I like rx bars I yeah. eat those a lot and so if I know that I have to work out a little earlier than I would normally eat like or that I would normally work out so that I can't get a full breakfast I usually do an rx bar and and that usually helps me out quite a bit so but yeah. if you've never had an rx bar just for sure don't eat one <laughs> don't pick the day to have it um especially too so uh just a good rule of thumb like if making sure like around your workouts time having just keeping it carbs and protein uh fat is a little bit slower digesting so that's when a lot of times i hear people say i can't eat out i can't eat right before my workout a lot of times they are having something that's a little bit higher in fat so that is going to be slower digesting that's going to stay in your stomach longer good rule of thumb is liquids digest faster than solids. So having maybe like a smoothie, if you've had smoothies and they don't upset your stomach, um, that's a super great option too. Um, During comp day, making sure like you are packing like a lot of food. Uh, At Central Regional, they do let you bring a cooler. So I highly suggest like getting a cooler, loading it up with some things. Um, Some good options to have in your cooler would be like if you can, I would recommend um, packing a lunch, like just like a normal lunch that you would eat to have on hand, just so that way you don't have to go to a random place and get food. Um, but then with that uh, Gatorade, having protein powder, rice cakes, dried fruit, RX bars, um, Fit Aids, go-go squeezes, uh, having like deli lunch meat, fruit, grapes, bananas, apples, fuel for fires. Pickle juice is super awesome for rehydrating. It's a natural electrolyte. So is coconut water. Yeah, getting a little bit of like salt. Yeah, if you are, I don't know how like the weather's going to be. If it is really hot, um, having like or if you're going to be sweating a ton, having some electrolytes like Nun tablets are really great. Um, LMNT packets, if you ever had those, those are super great. But that's all going to be electrolytes just because when you're sweating a ton, you are losing a lot of water. So um, electrolytes will help you stay more hydrated. But if you normally don't have that stuff, comp day is not the day to try it out. Yeah, just eat your normal, your normal yeah. food. Normal food and then just make sure you are eating in between workouts. And like I said, I will, I have a template like email thing that has some more info on it that I will send out to everyone. Just because when you are nervous, it is really hard to not, not eat um, or it's not. It's I really said, easy to not really want to eat. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It is really well, easy to not eat. Well, you're also like. So I always find at competitions, you you end up being pretty exhausted. There's usually a time, though, where you'll have like a little bit of a bigger break. So it's kind of nice to like look at the schedule and maybe plan when you're maybe going to eat your lunch. Like say you do, I mean, when I, the year I did the Central Regional, my first two workouts were super close together. I think I only mm-hmm. had like an hour or less in between the first two events. But then the second two events, I had like two or three hours or something like that. So after the second event is a good time to then maybe eat a little bit more food, like maybe your lunch, like just, I would normally, I always pack like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like a comfort food for me. And if you just don't use like a ton of peanut butter, um, just for like the fat or whatever, but, and then like grapes are good or some kind of like nice refreshing like fruit that you like um applesauce like let's try and get some protein in there too yeah what are some good like proteins besides like obviously you could do a protein shake or you could Um, do turkey i like to bring lunch meat too yeah lunch meat uh beef jerky tuna packets you can even buy like the chicken packets uh i personally i don't i'm not a huge fan of like tuna packets or chicken packets i will just sometimes in a comp like if I'll just pack like some if I had like some shredded chicken with like 
little bit of sweet potato or even like some egg whites and like some sweet potato just to have like an actual like solid food Mm -hmm. just because the more like dehydrated fruit food and like processed food you eat it can have a little bit more upset stomach yeah yeah just being mindful of that but yeah if you do have like two to three hours like getting like some fruit in and um eating like an actual meal be solid if you have like an hour before i don't recommend like eating a bunch of fruit just because you do want to be mindful of that fiber slower digesting um so that would be the time to have something that's quicker digesting liquidy like dried fruit or um yeah like a fit aid something that is liquid gatorade yeah um kyle's been on a rice crispy treat kick which is a very fast digesting way to get sugar yeah Yeah. i would say new on comp days it's not the best day to like prioritize food quality just because you are looking for fast digesting. I mean, and you are going to be working pretty hard and burning a lot of calories and a lot of your mental energy. So, um, yeah, just worrying more about feeling good over, um, like super high quality, but also just, just don't, just not eating stuff that you don't normally eat. <laughs> yeah. Just bring your comfort foods, your comfort snacks, you know? Yeah, like if you're someone that does eat relatively like pretty solid and then you saw on Instagram that Sour Patch Kids are like a great pre-workout and if you don't normally eat Sour Patch Kids and you eat a handful right before your workout, it's probably not going to, yeah, it could upset your stomach quite a bit. Yeah, um, sometimes some things to avoid too, like for me, um, like a banana, I have to be super careful when I eat a banana before I work out or it's something that like gives you like acid reflux or like really like indigestion. Like for me, there's some, some foods where I'm like, Oh, I should not eat that. Like right before I'm like going to work out because it just, it doesn't digest fast enough. So like if I ate one hours before it would be fine, but like a banana is not something I'm going to eat like within an hour before I work out. Yeah, so for me, just, like I can, bananas are fine. I could have like two bananas. And so, yeah. So it just depends on the person, right? Like I've had people tell me, well, like yogurt upsets my stomach right before I work out. Well, it's like, well then don't eat yogurt yeah. right before you work out. I would say, so this will come out on, or like this weekend. So I would recommend start trying like some different comp foods, like leading up to the comp. Yeah. That, like start trying like having it behind or before your workout and class, like see how you feel and um, how your body does. Yeah. I mean, if you know relatively like far in advance that, you know, you're doing the central regional in three weeks, like that's plenty of time to experiment with some different foods. Just, just keep in mind, like you are going to be more nervous. Like that's a natural. And when you're more nervous, your, your body's not, it's normal functions will not be there. Like, yeah. It's okay to you'll either have you'll either be like bound up like constipation or you're gonna be like pooping your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it's okay if you nervous poop a bunch. It's okay. <laughs> so um yeah, or just you know, having overall like upset stomach, like stuff like that, you know. So just like being super like super simple on the food and like super basic and more just like your comforting things that you would eat like anytime. Yep definitely good advice (laughs) yeah and I will like I said I will um send this out so it has all the things that we talked about plus some more just to kind of start getting your mindset um for your eating on the comp so this is more of like a short like competition is usually more of a short-term thing you'll do like maybe three four maybe four workouts tops but the harder to kill camp is going to be like a 10 hour long 
thing, which is not yes. like a normal competition. So, so tips for this. So I just, I just want to know, I don't know anything about this, but, um, like what we're doing, but from what I would recommend, so it doesn't start till four, make sure on the day of the harder to kill camp, you have a solid breakfast and a solid lunch. You want to make sure that you're probably getting the majority of your calories coming from the morning and the afternoon, just because we have no idea what we are doing Mm -hmm. from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. So it's going to be a lot more probably like quicker snacks. You're not going to eat like a full meal. Exactly. Yeah, I would. So you we are starting at the gym. So I will say you probably could bring like if you wanted to prep ahead, like a little meal that you want to put. I'm bringing a case of Coors Light. <laughs> so you want to bring in, uh, whatever you want, but uh, we do have a fridge and Chloe's a microwave. bringing the box of Rice Krispies. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure like what how long we're going to be in the gym, but if you want to bring something and put it in the fridge, you definitely can. Um, but then that being said, I would recommend just bringing like a bunch of like non-perishable items that you can throw in your backpack just to have on hand. So things like RX bars, uh, Cliff Builder bars, uh, Fuel for Fires, Turkey Jerky or Beef Jerky. Tuna packets, chicken packets, um, apples. I wouldn't recommend bananas. Me and Kyle went hiking one time and he had a banana in his bag and it completely (laughs) exploded everything. (laughs) So if you bring a banana, maybe throw it in like a plastic Ziploc bag. Um, RX almond butter packets. uh, RX even has like oatmeal like that you can bring. Nuts and seeds, dried fruit. Oatmeal is one of my favorites. I love oatmeal. And you could even do, if if you have quick oats at home, you could bring a little container, put your serving of quick oats in there, put a scoop of protein in there. And then um, if we have time at the gym, I don't know if we will have time, hopefully, you could put a little bit of water in it, throw it in the microwave, and boom, you have a balanced meal. You could even throw some nuts in there if you want to make it like a balanced meal. Yeah. Uh, Same thing with Harder to Kill Camp, though. Don't try anything new because we, who know, we're not, I know we're not going to be at the gym the whole time. So if your stomach gets upset, like you could be in the woods. I don't know. Maybe bring some toilet paper, but. Oh, toilet paper new. was not on the. I was, was thinking that the, the other list. day. But I was like, you can't litter. Is toilet paper biodegradable? Can you just uh, leave it? Toilet and, paper would be fine. Yeah. Just leave it in the woods. I don't yeah. know. That so then I was thinking like, and then toilet we Toilet paper will break down. Yeah. I say, we, if not, then me and Shannon and Maria are on a team with Chloe and Chloe we designate you the um you can hold all the toilet paper toilet paper the used toilet toilet paper paper holder (laughs) oh yeah just gonna we'll give you a bag we'll give you a bag and you can (laughs) just like when you're walking the dog like you pick up their stuff like you can totally leave the toilet paper out in the woods (laughs) is it biodegradable yeah it's fine okay so never mind Chloe you don't have to carry it I'm just kidding (laughs) but yeah so I would just I maybe I'll even do uh I'll do like a grocery store haul of all the things I'm gonna bring but I, I just, I don't know what we're doing, guys. I don't know what 100%. So I just I think it's sure. going to be pretty similar. Bring your yeah. comfort foods. Bring things you like to snack on. Um, bring, don't eat, don't bring anything you don't, wouldn't normally eat or have never had before. Yeah, I would say definitely like grabbing like some bars and stuff to I have on I think it's you. probably a little less nerve wracking I wouldn't expect as much like nervous feelings of the yeah. harder to kill camp like we're not gonna probably have like that I don't know like the it's not I don't a think competition the intensity level is not gonna be there it's not high intensity and it's not a competition whereas like when you go to the competition you're looking to perform your best you're looking to move as fast as you can you know that the workouts are racing against other people and so it's much more nerve wracking I am 100% <laughs> going into the harder camp the harder to kill camp thinking this way okay <laughs> You're all going down. Yes. <laughs> I'm just 
But yeah, I would just, I recommend, yeah, jerky, bars, all of that will be really great. Um, John said bring Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. I do not recommend Mountain Dew. Me and John are going to have Mountain Dew and beer and that's it. That's water, bring in a <laughs> w- bottled water to have on hand. That'd be smart. Yeah. Definitely. But I will Stay say, hydrated. like, just to say one more time, I would highly recommend have a big breakfast, have a big lunch. Yeah. And then in the grand scheme of things, like if you do have and like get a, your poop in before you get here, yeah. <laughs> if you have a big breakfast, have a big lunch in the grand scheme of things, like it is only 10 hours. So you'd be fine. But if you come into it hungry, you ain't going to be fine. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to be going kind of later into the night when you wouldn't normally be eating, but you also wouldn't normally be moving around. So I think you're probably not going to need as much food as you think. It's going to yeah. be more of like little snacky type stuff than it is going to be like eating like a full food or needing to eat like a full thing I mean that's just I mean this is my I don't know exactly but that's just in my mind what I think is probably gonna be the case yeah and I heard on the last podcast that there might be tacos somewhere so yeah on the Dora Explorer map you're (laughs) gonna have to decide if you want to take the long route to get your tacos or not But yeah, just ring normal things. We did, um, this is my last story and then I know it's getting time, okay, but yeah. we did, I, me and Kyle did this thing called Ragnar and it was a big running thing and we did not plan ahead and we did not pack snacks and I had to run like, I don't even know, it was like a seven mile leg at like two in the morning and I was living off of uh, muscle milk and peanut butter M&Ms <laughs> and not to, to bring up poop again, but I have never been so close to pooping my pants. So just don't eat weird things. <laughs> I do not recommend muscle milk, muscle milk and M and M's. Yeah, yeah, that does it sound very, very bad. Very experience. like queasy. So it was not good. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing <laughs> on your that poop note. stories with us, Peyton. Um, everybody poops. Next time we'll read the book to you guys. Um, and yeah, so it's about time to sign off. Um, like Peyton said, we'll be putting out the info for you to like go over and read. It's just nice to talk about it and kind of get it into your mind, and then. Um, just the more exposure you have to this type of stuff, um, the more we talk about it, the more we start to put it in front of you, the easier it's going to be for you to kind of start taking those little nuggets and start applying them to yourself and then being able to like gain momentum and get better with it over time. So we're totally like all about building that consistency over time. Is that a cliche? <laughs> I you guys always have a while. <laughs> it's been a yeah. minute. You guys just always have a cliche. I know, totally. So, all right, guys. Um, thanks for listening. We'll come out with more advice as usual, and we will see you in the gym. See you later. <laughs>